Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank, with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Coriel Health, Element Waco Hotel, Hellberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, Witt Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Well, yes. Yes, it is. Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, and off and running on this uh, fine Tuesday afternoon. We've had uh, up in the Metroplex school was called off today, Waco area. A lot of schools started late, but the buses made it out there. Everybody's doing okay, and uh, Aaron Sexton is alongside and hopefully, hopefully our, our weather will start moving in the right direction here. It was weird, Aaron, last night after watching the frozen games and watching that Buffalo situation, the shoveling of snow. I know the Cowboys game and Texans games were indoors, but outside that night it was like 14 degrees or something like that, just mind-numbingly cold. But... Looks like it's up to about, oh, I don't know, about upper 20s. It's kind of moved up a little bit. And then um, looking into, well, Wednesday's not exactly balmy, but it will get up to close to 40 degrees. So uh, maybe some of this will start to move out. And then by Thursday, it'll really be like climbing up there close to, 50 degrees if you can believe it uh Aaron what was your um what was your your area like today you had some you had some stuff that froze on you yesterday did did it thaw out how was your uh how was your ride in today how was your commute Waco's great actually most of it most of it uh melted off yesterday nice Um, still some but what was yeah. left uh, the the even though it's still very cold it's about 21 degrees now right now i think uh, <laughs> the sun has melted most of the snow away so it's really nice okay. it's just chilly yeah yeah kind of like you know when you go skiing or something it's that kind of feeling you sit out there under the sun as long as you have a jacket on or something you can be out there in the elements take care of those pets make sure those pets I've had some moments where I'm like, did I let Scout in? Did I, you know, be be kind to those pets, animals, the whole thing. Um, Aaron, what do cats do? Do you know, I know you're not a cat person. Do cats, because a lot of them cats just kind of run around the neighborhood. I mean, these are very adaptable animals, but they the cats have to, even the cats that are allowed to just wander constantly, the cats have to be inside throughout this right Aaron or are they are they capable of kind of out there surviving the elements I I would think cats you got to bring the cats in do you think that's right I think so yeah I I think they would most would probably find places but you know we don't want to do that to the animals no 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 we we want to be kind to the animals but uh, uh, scout the 
the uh, long-haired dachshund has survived throughout this, and uh, it's been uh, it's been kind of interesting this whole process. Now, Aaron, I started to say, how weird was it though to see all this cold and everything we've watched, and how cold it's been in a lot of these games, and then see a playoff game that was being played 68 degrees in Tampa. An outdoor, Florida, man. N- nice night in Florida. Like, it was a different, that was a different feeling. I almost was like, wow, I, why aren't these guys bundled up? And you're like, well, because it's not, it's not cold where they are. We're just used to seeing this horrible Kansas City. Aaron, I think 17 people were taken to the hospital in Kansas City with cold-related cold-related deals. I mean, you got to cover yourself up. You can't just sit out there. I mean, I was out there walking from the Cowboys game to my car, and the media parking is not far away. Pretty good. Pretty good parking. Just to, you know, and Aaron, just to get to my car, my head was kind of throbbing. It was that, that cold. I was just like, yikes. This is tough. And the coldest I've ever been was walking into Lambeau for that 2007 NFC title game. That would have been Giants and Packers. You, that was that was rough. That was that night. And again, don't play night games if you don't have to. Change the. I mean, I know it's the, for the NFC title game, but just kind of you know be smart about this. They played it at night. And it was something, Aaron, you know, minus windshield factor of minus 27 or minus 35 or something ridiculous like that. And it, and I think at that point I realized, like, that, I don't think 8 degrees is that much different than, like, minus 8 degrees. It's, it's all horrible. And the thought of, like, the thought of functioning in that, I, it, it's amazing, Aaron, that you play all year. And you see these great teams and great athletes, and you see the scheme. And then some of these games come down to can you function in some crazy, crazy elements? I, is it fair? I don't know. I mean, it's where these stadiums are. It's where these stadiums are. I thought the, um, I thought the Steelers, you know, they, they kind of tried to hang in there. Aaron, our buddy Mike Tomlin. He got mad, just got angry, and um, he wanted he 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 wanted out of there. Um, they asked him about his contract. Guy didn't even finish his question. You know, Mike, with this being whatever the final year or next year being the final year of contract, whatever the question is set up, Tomlin was done. Tomlin said, "I'm out of here," and he walked right out of that news conference. Aaron, I. <laughs> And Tomlin, boy, he, he's been doing it for so long. I still think of him as being very youthful. He is 51 years old now, if you could believe it. Aaron, that's spring chicken, though, isn't it, compared to these other guys out interviewing? Did that seem weird to you when you read yesterday or last night, whatever that came out, Aaron, that Belichick was interviewing with Atlanta? Like, like something just seemed all wrong and weird about that. Like I, Like, he's too... He's too big time. He's too legendary to have to sit down and interview with somebody. Like, he 
I mean, and somebody kind of made the joke, Aaron, Will Blackman, I think I saw on Twitter, it's like, he interviews you, right? You don't interview Bill Belichick. Can you imagine, like, Arthur Blank and whatever, uh, Rich McKay and whoever gathered in the Atlanta Falcons brain trust, we're going to interview Bill Belichick. It's like, he doesn't, he's won six Super Bowls. He went to nine. Aaron, that's to me, that's the the number that I hadn't really thought about recently. I've just been hearing over and over six Super Bowl wins, six Super Bowl wins. But for he and Tom to have been to nine of them, like that's just, that's crazy. That's wild. You know, Tom, Coach Landry went to a lot. Now, sadly, they only won two, but he was going. I mean, they were playing those Steelers. I mean, how many Super Bowls did Tom – we only think about it, Aaron, that, oh, Cowboys have five Super Bowl wins. Well, Tom probably, let's see, lost the one against the Colts. Finally break through. I'm just thinking about how many – a championship game against the Packers. I'm just thinking about how many Super Bowls they break through against um, – let's see, the ones they won. Denver and against the Dolphins? All right, Denver is 72 and 77. I'm just thinking all the ones he went to. I mean, he uh, and no Chuck Noel for having gone to all those and having won all those. Um, Aaron, you know how many uh, world titles the Pittsburgh Steelers have? I think I saw this the other day. I think they have six. So they have one more than the Cowboys. Cowboys won all those, the three in the 90s. And, uh, and there you have it. Aaron, does that does that amuse you as much as it does me? The thought of <laughs> Belichick having to sit down and interview with the Falcons—it just seems kind of weird and funny, almost. I mean, I'm not saying they don't want to hear his vision, but it just seems like it's kind of like when I th- back in the day with college football coaches when they got big enough, they, they didn't want to go interview. Like I. I think that's what Art Bryles told University of Texas when they were thinking about hiring him. They ended up hiring, I think, Charlie Strong at the time. I think he, I think he and his agent basically said, "Hey, we're not, we're not coming to interview." Yeah, I mean, y'all, right. y'all want you want to come after me? Come on after me. And and Texas may have kind of botched that. May have kind of botched that at the time. Can you imagine the history, Aaron? How much it would have changed. Oh, sadly, on a lot of fronts, right? Um, had Texas hired Art circa 2000, what year would that have been, 13 or 14? It was after the 14, or was that 2012? Anyway, it was after they went out there, and and, uh, and it was that year they got beat in the um, Fiesta Bowl by UCF. Might have been around 2012, but anyway... That was that was about the time that was happening. Um, Aaron, right now of the Belichick sweepstakes, and I'm trying to see if there's been anything else that's um, that's come down. Whose whose chances do you like the most? I feel like because now Harbaugh has already spoken to the Chargers. Is Who's more coveted between Jim Harbaugh and Bill Belichick? And if you're a Cowboys fan, 
And we'll open up the, you know, we had some great phone calls. I think that was yesterday. Uh, yeah. MLK Day. Dom called. Had some good calls. Had some really good text. 254-662-1660. If you're the Cowboys and you're getting a new coach, would you rather have the the dark? I mean, first of all, who's the bigger villain? They're both sort of identified as cheaters over the years. And being with organizations that will cut corners. Um, and by the way, Aaron, I was reading about Jim Harbaugh's contract. He's trying to put in his contract, you know, <laughs> all the stuff like uh, uh, basically that he cannot be fired for cause. So basically, if like the NCAA somehow, and you know they won't, but if they came in and hit him with a hard bunch of penalties, Michigan, he's trying to get it where Michigan can't say, nope, for cause, sorry. Sorry, we know we, we gave you a $125 million deal or whatever it's going to be. I mean, he's going to end up with, you, you know, they're going to pay him more than Norvell. Norvell just got $10 million a year at Florida State. I mean, if he stayed, I, I, I guess he would get $12 million a year, something like that. Aaron, do you realize Norvell's basically just now to the Jimbo deal? <laughs> I'm not saying he got that good a contract because Jimbo's was like, we'll pay you the whole deal no matter what. But what was Jimbo making a year? About nine and a half? Does that sound right? Nine and a half billion? Or was it eight and a half? Uh, let's split kind of maybe about nine, nine million or something like that. But uh, Norvell has now arrived and surpass that but um interesting stuff going on but but yeah let us know would you rather have belichick or jim harbaugh or we'll throw vrabel in we'll throw the great vrabel in as the cowboys decide what they're going to do next or aaron choice d a b c or d choice d is keep mike mccarthy you get to keep Mike McCarthy, or you can have Belichick, Jim Harbaugh, or Vrabel. Aaron, what's our buddy Pete Carroll up to? Have you seen anything on him? I haven't. He's kind of biding his time right now. I think I he makes the most sense Pete in Dallas. <laughs> I know. To be honest with you. Wouldn't he be Wouldn't he be fun? I was telling Ward, this is off the air, but mm. if if somehow – the Steelers got rid of Mike Tomlin. Would love for him to be the Cowboys coach. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Mike Tomlin to come in here, discipline. I mean, just the way he approaches things. Whoa. Now, that would be fun. Get Mike Tomlin in here. Big time. I, I, I like that. Aaron, I appreciate you saving that good stuff. For the the most, you know, the Matt Mosley show. show. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're gonna do one segment a day now, Aaron, and it's gonna be called "Stuff Aaron Told Ward Off the Air." <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh man. All right. We now we uh, big show. John Machoda from the Athletic uh, at three twenty, and and that'll be good. We'll talk to him here in a minute. Uh, and then uh, programming note, uh, Nikki Collin going to be on with us tomorrow. So you'll get to hear from Nikki 
tomorrow, and uh, that'll be ex- exciting. I mean, they've had a tough week, but they're going to come back Saturday. They got UCF coming in, and then they got a big one after that. K State. That's going to be an exciting game. K State's ranked way high. I mean, they're in like seven in the country or something like that. It's going to be good. Going to be a really good matchup. So, women's basketball, we talk it. We talk it here. We break these things down, the good or the bad. Um, John Mashoda talking Cowboys and the future of the Cowboys next. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Morrison's Gifts and would like to thank all of their friends, family, and extended family, their customers, for another amazing year. They would also like to extend a special thanks to Eminem Broadcasters, ESPN Central Texas, and Shooter FM for helping grow their business through the uncertainty of the pandemic and recent economic concerns. Morrison's Gifts would especially like to thank the community for shopping local. Morrison's is a proud Baylor alumni-owned business serving gift-giving needs of Central Texas. Go see our friends at Morrison's Gifts on the corner of Waco Drive and Valley Mills, close to Jason's Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Whether it's a problem with your debit card or just a simple question, things always seem to come up when your bank is closed. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you have access to a real, live, local person who can resolve issues and answer questions from 6 to 8.30 every morning or from 5 to 10 o'clock every evening. Bank different, bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. An exceptional experience and extraordinary results. That's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James Law Firm. Craig Cherry, Ryan Johnson, Mark Sigmund, and Scott James are trial lawyers with 100-plus years of combined experience specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases, as well as business disputes. They have unmatched credentials, real-world experiences, and a passion to serve your legal needs. The lawyers at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James have obtained substantial settlements and over $2 billion in verdicts for their clients, due in no small part to their ingenuity and relentless tenacity. They also have knowledge in business, finance, and engineering. Learn more about Cherry Johnson Sigmund James at cjsjlaw.com. Their Waco office is on the ninth floor in Roosevelt Tower, 400 Austin Avenue. What's the most important thing to you when car shopping? Quality vehicle? Outstanding reputation? A dealership you can depend on? Hi, I'm Amy Hunter, and at Jeff Hunter Toyota, you get all three of those. But don't take my word for it. According to Consumer Reports, Toyota has been named one of the most reliable brands in the auto industry. Stop by and let us prove it to you. Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco values. Hey, Central Texas. It's Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. Next time you're ready for a weekend getaway or a staycation, remember Element Waco Hotel. Element Waco Hotel offers its guests superb combination of luxury and comfort 
Rooms are big and spotless and feature an upscale, modern look and feel. Also have the suites that are perfect for you to host a watch party for the upcoming game. These suites include full-size kitchens and two TVs. Meeting spaces for birthday parties and small events are also available. The Circa Kitchen serves fresh chef-inspired cuisine made with locally sourced ingredients. The bar is a great place to enjoy craft cocktails, local beer and organic wine, open to the public seven days a week, five to ten, and the beautiful heated outdoor pool and hot tub. The location is hard to beat. 2200 North Robinson Drive, just off the famous Waco traffic circle. It's time to enjoy the best. Element Waco Hotel. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Mosley Show. Tom Mishota joining us now from The Athletic. John, I don't know if you were able to hear me talking about that Element Waco Hotel. I mean, if you need to get away after this possible coaching search, let me recommend that place. About an hour, 45 (laughs) minutes for you. You hole up. They got the heated pool, uh, beautiful rooms. Great bar and restaurant, so I just, you know, if you want to, not quite a staycation, but just a, right down the road, I just want you to keep that in mind, okay? I knew nothing about that, and then I heard that ad read, and now I'm interested. I want more Mosley ad read. You like kind of, it sounds like I kind of lowered my voice down there. It's a very, it's a very kind of, that's an interesting, uh, interesting presentation there. Um, John, the uh, Cowboys have... The number 24 pick in the NFL draft. I mean, there's just, there are things that are kind of funny when you say them out loud, right? Like, when, like that you have to move on. That, that's part of the abrupt nature of this. And now the fans have to start thinking, oh, my gosh, the draft, the senior bowl, all of that. But, I mean, that, that was, it was interesting to hear from Jerry the other day because he, he, he wasn't, like, angry, really. I mean, I thought he sounded fine. I think he was a little bit in shock. He wasn't really ready to move on. It is funny. The guy who is is always, you know, he's never hesitant to question coaching decisions and things like that, basically said, guys, I do not have the hows or whys for you. And what he kind of admitted to me was like, hey, guys, I'm here. I'm in denial. Like, I can't, I can't really function right now and tell you anything about the coming days. Because I can't stop thinking about the fact I thought tomorrow we were going to think about going forward and what the next route would be. And so I, uh, this is going to be an interesting process. John, what, what did you make of what Jerry said and what's your gut telling you right now? I, I don't know if it's like, it's like what a jury's out. Is more time good for McCarthy or bad for McCarthy? Like more days that we kind of wait. Because he doesn't mind leaving people hanging. Jerry doesn't. But I'm not sure which one it is. Like, if, it, if, it, if the longer it goes, is that better or worse for Mike McCarthy? Yeah, it's hard to say just because of the fact of it all comes down to, okay, who's his replacement if you are going to move in another direction? I don't know that Jerry is in love with any of the possible candidates. You know, you remove that old – the Sean Payton deal that we had for so long where it was always, oh, well, you know, Sean Payton will be the guy. Sean Payton will be the guy. Well, you remove that out of the equation. I don't know if there's a guy out there that, you know, obviously people mentioned Bill Belichick, but I don't know how well 
Jerry and Bill would work together, and I don't know how well Jerry thinks he would work with Bill. And so just because they're friendly doesn't mean that he wants to be the coach of the franchise. But, no, he was definitely stunned after that game. And I'll say this. There is a part of me that thinks when people say, oh, well, what you need to do is you just need to sleep on it a little bit and not, not make any rash decisions. I'll tell you what, from my own personal perspective, when I woke up the next morning, I kind of thought it was worse. Like, in the moment, I was kind of surprised. You know, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, it's like 27 and nothing. And they're down 32 in the fourth quarter. And you get there, and you're, you're talking to Jerry after the game and, you know, in the locker room and, and those Mike and, and Dak after the game press conferences, and you're kind of like, yeah, man, that's so stunning. And then you wake up the next morning, you're like, that's even worse. Like, I, I guess I didn't factor this in when it was going on, but now looking back on it, I'm like, is that the worst loss in Cowboys history? It's got to be in the conversation if when you factor in the talent on the roster – what they've done the last three years to get to this point, the, the team they played, how well they've been playing at home. I mean, if that's not the worst loss, I'd love to know which one is. Yeah, with everything riding on it, you know, that Giants 2007 game comes to mind. Giants end up going and winning the Super Bowl. But having the two seed and having this happen against a 9-8 and eight team, I don't know if it's the worst playoff loss ever, but it, it – it might have to be the most embarrassing. They've had some bad stuff happen against the Eagles, but that wasn't a playoff game, was it? That was like a winner go home. I think they lost 44 to 6. That was a bad moment for Romo. I mean, they've had some stuff like that, but but with everything that's on the line and the great path that they had, and it just makes you rethink everything. And it's almost like they have to get together. If they're going to try to run this back, they almost have to come up with like a new marketing plan, don't they? It's like Jerry's, if he's going to roll with McCarthy, he's got to come out and say something like, hey, I'm going to hold his feet to the fire and make him coach for his job. Like, I think that's the route he would have to go. Almost kind of like he did. Would, with, I don't think that would do anything for the fans. I don't think they'll even care you know, about that. I don't think running it back with, with what they have right now is going to do anything for the fan base. And, I mean, that goes throughout all of – off-season, draft, training camp, regular yeah. season. You have to get back to next January. 365 days from now is when is, is the first time that you could possibly – unless you just – you have some type of, like I said, the bell check thing, which, again, I don't know that that's even the answer because judging by these last few years, it, I don't know how well Bill relates with the current player. And so I don't – on resume-wise, they'll get people fired up, but I don't think there's much he can do. Uh, that was a big blow there. It's one of the most annoying things, actually, no, it is the most annoying thing that I've dealt with the last couple of days are the Cowboys fans and, and, and fans in general I've seen on social media talk about how, oh, well, we, you, why would anybody think anything differently? This is what the Cowboys do. Nah, not like that. They don't. They also don't mm. win 12 games three years in a row. You can't dismiss that. You cannot dismiss what they've done these past three years in the regular season because that's not easy to do. If that's not a big deal, show me the other teams that are doing that, that are winning at type, that type of a clip in this type of parity-driven NFL. You're, nobody else is doing it on that level. So you can't sit here and tell me that it's just, oh, it's just an over, another overrated Cowboys team. We just overrate mm-hmm. them. No, they have a lot of good players on their team. They have a lot of good young players on their team. The problem is, is that – Nobody could have expected them to lay that egg that they did, and I don't even think it has anything to do with the Packers. I think they lose that day to Carolina. Like, just how poorly they played in every facet from the quarterback, head coach, defense, defensive coordinator. They were so bad. I, I honestly has, think it has nothing to do with the Packers at all. It's, it's all about the Cowboys. Maybe not Carolina. <laughs> 
<laughs> let's not well, go I, that I, far. Let's, well, let's see. Okay, let's see what Green Bay does to San Francisco. Let's see if it's even competitive. If it's yeah. competitive, I, may, I might rethink that. If they yeah. get blown off the map like I think they will, uh, yeah. no, twenty-seven nothing late in the second quarter. Nah, I think old I think old Bryce could come in there and maybe put up a couple touchdowns on, on how bad they play in that game. <laughs> John Machota from The Athletic joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. That faraway look in Dak's eye, we've seen it before. Post-game, bit of a deer in the headlights, just kind of like, you know, I mean, you knew he would take it or wear it. I mean, it's not like we would say, oh, this guy always says the wrong thing. It's the opposite of that. He generally always says the right thing. But you can only get up there so many times after something like that. Now, I was trying to think yesterday, what is he, 2-5 and five in the playoffs? How many times has he played poorly in the playoffs, would you say? I mean, he made the huge mistake at the end. We can blame McCarthy, too, of the San Francisco game, but he had played okay in that game, from what I remember. Played well against Tampa. So I, I would say he's now played poorly in, what, three of the seven, his seven playoff games, would you say? He, he, um, he was he was pretty bad. He was pretty bad at, at San Francisco last year because I remember it yeah. very vividly of of he had one of the worst games I've ever seen him play against Washington. Came back yeah. and had maybe the best game I've ever seen him play against Tampa Bay, and then he had another really bad performance at San Francisco. I'll tell you the thing that stood out to me about this game is, is much like the last time that they lost at home uh, in the wild card round to San Francisco two years ago. There's, there's, there's other factors that need to be brought into this than just looking at the player individually. And, 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 I'll, and I'll tell you why these two stand out to me. One, because just like that year, the Cowboys, the, the NFL playoffs go into a second round, and the Cowboys are the only team in the first round to lose their wild card game at home. Every other home team wins. So those two stand out because of that. And then the other thing is the factors that, have, uh, that are in, of, of each individual game. Of that game, in that second half, Fred Warner, Nick Bosa, both out of the game because of injuries. That, that, that was not the same San Francisco team that mm-hmm. what they've become. That was your chance. Dak had multiple opportunities late in that game to drive them down and still win that game. And I'm talking before it came down to the whole, you know, final seconds, ref needing to bless the ball, tripping over himself, not getting a final playoff. I'm talking before that. There were series before that where they should have capitalized. And then in this game, the thing that should not and cannot be forgotten is that that offense was completely healthy. There's no excuses for that offense not to have played well in that game. There are none. Everybody was out there. CD, Dak, that, that was that best five offensive line. Cooks, Tony Pollard, Jake Ferguson, Michael Gallup. There were no excuses to be made there. Plus, with how well they've played at home, winning 16 in a row, those all have to factor in there, too. And I'm telling you, like, I get that. I think Dak is an, a very good quarterback. I think it would be foolish to go in another direction. I think he's the right guy for the franchise. But it is hard to see some of these playoff performances and think, mm. no, next year will be different. Yeah, and he always has them over the barrel, doesn't he? It's it's kind of amazing. Even when he has like a massive injury, it almost put him in better negotiating because they were so bad without him, right? His his value even went up more. And even now, I don't think his bargaining power is going to go down that much, even though that was extremely poor performance, the interceptions. Now, the defense was awful, but – I mean, John, there's no, there's no other, like, what would you do? What would, what would the Cowboys do if they wanted to move off of Dak? I mean, they put that huge thing in his contract where there's going to be an enormous cap hit 
I mean, I, I don't, you know, to be regarded as such like great negotiators or great business people, doesn't it always seem like the, some of these superstars just beat up on them? Zeke did it. Dak does it repeatedly. I mean, I, they, it, 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 there's no, I just don't know what move they could even make if they wanted to move off Dak. Uh, yeah, I agree with you on Zeke, and there's been some other players, Jalen Smith and that. The Dak thing, I just don't really put that against the Cowboys as much. There are times where they could have negotiated earlier. I'll give you that. But I just yeah. feel like it's if you have one of those top 10 quarterbacks, that's every team. I mean, you got Daniel Jones getting $40 million a year. I mean, that, that's just – if you have a quarterback that you think is a franchise guy, you're overpaying that player. That's just how it's going to be. And and, and I, as bad as, as people are probably hating on Dak today, and whether it's locally or nationally – I, st- I still think he's a better quarterback than Jared Goff. Jared Goff has everything going for him. Everything's great. And obviously uh, the Rams gave the Lions a pick, a first-round pick to take Jared Goff from them. And But things are going well there, and so everything's running, and he's the king of Detroit right now, and everything's great. But he's not doing anything that Dak couldn't do there. And I bring that up because of the point of I could see them moving on from Dak and him going to another team and not having that pressure of the Dallas Cowboys on him and kind of be you know more of a guy where it's like, hey, you know, it didn't work out there, and, and you go to a spot like a Detroit, you know, where there's not as much pressure on you. And I could see him having postseason success. There's just there's something about the Cowboys that I just think it weighs on players. And, and the thing I've been thinking about lately, and I'm not saying that this is something, this is the major reason, but I do wonder if a little bit of the factor is, is today's media climate, you know, the pressure that is on a Dallas Cowboys player because of we live in this social media era where all these players are on it all the time. And, and you have all these national talking heads that, you know, there was a time when maybe players wouldn't see that. It's in their face all the time because they live on their phones just like we do, and they're always seeing it. And I wonder if that pressure is something that factors in with kind of bringing back the ghosts of everyone saying, well, well as soon as you guys get to the playoffs, we, we know what's going to happen because it hasn't happened for 28 years. And I wonder how much that factors in to playoff games when things start going wrong of a whole – well, here we go again, because let's be honest, you watched that game on Sunday. You didn't even need to watch really more than maybe a quarter and a half, and you knew that game was over. And it really reminded me of a bunch of games this year. Reminded me of the Buffalo game. Reminded me of the Cardinals game. Reminded me of San Francisco, mm-hmm. where it was like there just wasn't a lot of fight there. As soon as it started going in the wrong direction, you know, it's just like guys are moping on the sideline and, and pointing fingers and everything. And then just to play on the field, all of a sudden you just see the worst team that you've seen all year. It looks nothing like a 12-win team that's playing a home playoff game. 16 straight home games, though. I mean, I, that started to get in my head, John. Like, they can't lose at home. They're, they just perform and function so well at home. And then they go out there and put up that performance. Now, as you were saying, you still think Dak's better than Jared Goff. Are you wearing, like, a Jared Goff uh, jersey as you say that? I mean, I just want to make sure. Uh, you are a longtime Lions fan grew up in the shadows there of Ford Field or whatever it used to be, the Pontiac Silverdome. Um, I mean, you, there has to be a part of you that's uh, pretty uh, pretty excited to watch the Lions advance for the first time since, what, they beat the Cowboys? <laughs> like, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Long, how many years ago was that? 30-something? 91, 32. Golly, isn't that amazing? It is. I mean, you it were, you, we were you were a little that kid. Was, uh I was probably nine or ten at that time, <laughs> but uh, but I will say the amazing thing will be is if the Lions are a pretty big. I mean, they're touchdown favorite over Tampa Bay. I think they'll win that game, and, and and the crazy thing will be if they get to the NFC Championship game, that then all of a sudden it moves to where 
it's the Cowboys and Commanders have like I think that both of them. I think it was '91 is the Commanders last time they were in the NFC Championship game, and it's the Cowboys and in uh in 96 or 95 that's the last two times they they will yeah. be the two longest uh tenured teams but that have not gone back to the conference championship game and that's that's just stunning to even think that's a possibility but yes I'm very I'm I'm very happy for the Lions obviously a lot of friends and family are diehard Lions fans and and the city is on fire right now because it's obviously their I mean that's their team they just they haven't given them much to cheer for for 40 50 years so uh yeah I mean huge 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 supporter of, of everything that they're doing because it's, it's great for the city and, and a lot of people there are really happy. So hopefully they keep it rolling. But I also can look at this thing as a professional and tell you that there's a lot of things that are going right for them that if if, if all of a sudden you, you're the Dallas Cowboys, there's just different expectations on you than there are the Detroit Lions. So it's hard to sit there and say like, oh, well, this team's all of a sudden way better than that. I mean, there's just different two opposite you know franchises. You've got to lay the groundwork to be – at that Super Bowl to be in Vegas and the athletic, I mean, even if you have to say, hey, hey, I'll kick in a little bit, whatever. Guys, I'll, I may pick up my flight. Just start negotiating that right now, all right, just in case the Lions make it. Because, like, when the Bengals made it, it just felt weird. It's just like, what in the world? Even though they had Burrow and they'd gotten really good, it still felt extreme, strange. And the Lions well, okay. in the Super Bowl would be like even to, weirder. I got one. I want to. I want to bring up one or something for you. I want. I'm interested to hear your your opinion on this. So sure. I've only been to one Super Bowl, and it was the one down in Houston where uh, the Falcons went up 28 to three, and then the Patriots came back and won that one in, in overtime. So it's a great. If you're only gonna be at one Super Bowl, I'm very pleased that, that was the one I was at. But there's a part of me when I was there that I was like, this is so corporate. That I always said if the Lions made a Super Bowl, that I wouldn't go to the Super Bowl. I would go back to Detroit because I'd want to be around all my friends and family watching the game. Like I don't want to be sitting in the press box. On my a bunch of yeah. people that I don't I can talk about I know it takes people that probably get from Hey John. Move to a different part of wherever you are right now. Take a take a few steps over somewhere else. We just got into a we got into a bad cell there, and I really was kind of back. Yeah, yeah, you're back. You're back. Okay. My, my we, bad. My bad. Just moved into a new apartment here, and so uh, kind of figuring out the uh, dead spot. But no, I just I don't think I would spend all the money to go to the Super Bowl for me and like one other two other people. I would rather be around a huge group of people if they were actually to play in the Super Bowl. But then again, I, I don't expect that to happen. I think you would regret not – I think if you got some buddies who would, who would, you know, like if you could actually sit, you know, or somebody, you got some buddies, or I'm sure you have some buddies that have um, – not that you haven't done extremely well, but you'll have some buddies <laughs> that have done extremely well financially, and one of them will want to obtain tickets, Right. I, True. I, I would say you kind of need to be there. And I, I've okay. been – now, I've never gone – I was in college when the Cowboys were going to Super Bowls and even maybe in high school for the first one. And I – so that was not something I was trying to pull off at that point. But you being a lifelong Lions fan, Detroit area fan, I think you'd want to be there. I mean, I get what you're saying. If you went home and watched it with your buddies or at a bar or something – I mean, there's there's some I, there's something to that, but if you can get there, 
And plus, if you could get the athletic to basically, right. you know, supplement it, say, hey, I'm willing to do this, this, and this, and then you got to tell them that Jerry's going to be there, Stephen, you got to really work that angle hard sure, because sure. they will. <laughs> they will. Yeah. They'll be there. Right. And, hey, my competitors are going to be there. You know, you got to play all that up. But I would like you yeah, to yeah. – I, I think you'd want to be there. But but I totally get what you're okay. saying. Now, and, and even if the, you, you can get credentialed for the game, that's great. That's great. It's not like you – again, you've been doing this long enough. You wouldn't be up there fish – now, those guys, those Packers officials, by the way, the people that work for the team, sitting in front of me in the press box the other day, they got in trouble. You know, they were up there hooting and hollering. And, I, you know – and I, uh, you'll like this, Mark Murphy, one of the parts, you know, the law. Yeah. Yeah. He was up there sitting with, and I always kind of admired that about Green Bay. Like their, Ted Thompson used to always sit in the press box, their longtime GM. Mark Murphy's the president of the Packers. And so he and all his staff want to sit in the press box instead of being in a suite. And that's fine. I like that. But what why, happens why, is. Why, why do they do that? I just, I've never seen another team. <sighs> front office members sit in the press box like that like it's i've seen very, scouts and stuff but not the front office people like that a, usually they don't want to be around the reporters it's a very old school thing um okay and they do put some officials up there but like ted was a scout at heart he's still and he's he's no longer with us but ted liked to be in the press box and so he set the tone for that so i, I would imagine you. mark murphy over the years just thought you know what i kind of like that and that fits us because the owners of the Packers are who? The the Packers fans. I mean, I know right. that sounds weird, but that's just the way it is. And so that's kind of the way they've set it up. Uh, you can buy whatever, whatever. That's just how they set things up. So their officials sit up there in the press box. and But they can't contain themselves. And well, so heard, after one of those. I heard the warning get called off. I heard yeah, the, that. Yeah, that was it. Say, that was know. it. Okay, and 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 I was being like a tattletale because that's a Golnick, Cowboys Sports Information or Cowboys PR stands up to look down there because there was a big eruption after they had the pick six and old Mosley, I just point right at him, kind of like, hey Scott, it's these guys, I give them a big point. So I was, I was not. Oh, and but but you'll like this after they scored another one to go up like forty-one sixteen, it's kind of. You know, and they're down there trying to be quiet because they've gotten in trouble. And I just gave them a, okay, guys, y'all can cheer now. I, <laughs> I kind of think they kind of like that. But um, anyway, it was uh, some outburst, some outburst in the uh, in the press box. So that's the situation we were dealing with. Well, John, it was uh, – I knew this would be fun. Happy birthday, by the way. I, uh, I'm not great about checking Facebook – uh, and you're not, I don't know if you're a big face, you're not like Clarence. Clarence is like no. sharing his entire life on Facebook, but somehow I did see who, that who really is though. Who really, who really is like Clarence though? He is, he is a one of one. Have you been over to that place like Hattie B's or wherever he does his little get togethers? I, I no, mean, because I live by like little... the practice facility and, and it's always on this Thursday when, yeah. you know, Thursdays are the best day out at the star. You know, we usually get Dak on Thursday, yeah. CD, a lot of times Micah. And I usually end up writing and staying there a little bit later than I normally do. And then it's like, do I really want to fight traffic, get all the way over to Arlington? But I should as a friend to support him. But yeah, yeah. I, haven't been, I haven't made it over. He had Kevin Pup Smith, who's going to the College Hall that. of Fame. 
and I thought that I thought that was good. Now, for our people, take them behind the scenes. Like on a week like this, when you're just waiting, do you report for duty up there and just kind of hang out and get work done in the workroom? Do they shut the workroom down? What's the what's the vibe out there as you kind of wait for Jerry? It's almost like waiting to find out who the Pope is, you know. To, Jerry, what, what's what's your approach to this? Yeah, so it's nothing like Valley Ranch where you used to be able to go out there and just hang out. And, you know, heck, there wasn't as many key cards needed, so you could grab somebody and see some people walking around. No, it's not like that anymore. I mean, I was there this morning just to do a podcast for uh, their team website, and, I mean, it was just completely dead there. I mean, the parking lot, there's nobody really there. I walk by the media workroom. I mean, nobody's there. I mean, you're not you're not allowed to be there now with, with it being the off season, so you can't. So you're basically just working from home, you know, making mm. calls, reaching out to people, trying to figure out what's mm-hmm. going on. But I just got this feeling that, that this whole coaching thing it, it, it's not gonna we're not gonna know anything for until at least next week. I, I just I don't think it's gonna be this this quick this, this quick decision for Jerry to be making mm-hmm. this. I think he's gonna kind of draw it out because if you listen to like what he had to say after the game when he was talking about coaching, it certainly came off to me at least as like, we're the Dallas Cowboys. If we're interested in the coach, we'll be able to get it. That's never been an issue for me type thing. That's the way I took it. So, um, and also when he was counting off the numbers saying that there's like 30 some coaches and then 30 on, on each team and then 30 teams, I, I thought we were getting into one of those Jimmy Johnson where I, I, I can find how many he said, I don't remember how many it was different coaches that could coach the Dallas Cowboys. I was like, where's this going right now? What's he about to say? So he reeled it in though. I wanted to say, what about Lafleur? If you're talking about 32 teams, what about the guy who just waxed you? Why don't you go see if you can get him? Um, well, the one I always think about is Sean McVay. <laughs> but to get somebody like yeah. that, you're going to have to give up draft picks to trade. Mm-hmm. And the way this team's structured, if you have to pay Dak and CD and Micah, you're not going to have yeah. very much free agency money. You need every one of those draft picks you can get. Yeah. So I don't think he's doing that. And I also don't think he's going after any of these young guys like the Ben Johnson and Bobby Slowick. I, Jerry, if he if he's making a change, it's for a, a coach that's been a head coach in the NFL. He isn't going with a uh, a first time head coach. Yeah, Harbaugh, Belichick. I mean, you just you just never know. Bel- I'm with you though. Bel- Vrabel, Vrabes, we like to call him in the business. Um, right. <laughs> by the way, Archer and I were waiting on Parcells at his car at Valley Ranch following the 2005 season, and we were just out there every day staking everybody out. And Bill shared with us. And I forget, you know, internet was still relatively new. We raced to get this up. And it was back when you were deciding, do we want to win this on the internet or do we want to try to wait till the newspaper comes out, you know? And Bill says to the two of us, he's like, he's like, hey, guys, hey, fellas, what's up? What's up? What are y'all doing? And we ask him. And he said, yeah, I've decided to return. I'm going to do another year. And so that was our big scoop, 2006. Dallas morning, you know, that Parcells was returning for the 2006 season that would uh, end with uh, Romo bobbling the snap in Seattle, and that would be the last game Bill Parcells ever coached. Now you know. Yeah, I don't think you could even get near their cars at the new place now. Where are they? Are they underground? Is it the are they in the covered parking? Okay. They're on on, on the opposite side of of. there's a there's a parking underneath the, the main part, and then there's a then there's parking on the other side by the uh, uh, by the other side of the practice fields. And so yeah, you, I mean I guess you could wait outside and try and get them to stop by a stop sign or something. Good luck with that, yeah. and then have them try and roll their window down. Uh, that 
fortunately was able to get Des Bryant to do that during uh, when he found out that he was being let yeah. go. But uh, there's been a lot more built up around there since then. So it's kind of a yeah. fortress now. It's it's hard to get any of that stuff now. If if you want to do a stakeout, holler at me because I like them. Okay. And we've done it with like Dat Wynn's retirement. We, Jacques and I, showed up at his table when he was trying to eat with uh, the former SMU coach Phil Bennett. So, been on a lot of stakeouts in my day. John, that was great. Uh, always a happy birthday to you, man. And I uh, hope that I let us know if it's a milestone, and I'll I'll uh, kick in for a little something extra. But uh, thank you, sir, for doing this, and uh, look forward to reading about whatever happens in the coming days. I appreciate that. Yeah, no no milestone. Uh, 42, that's my, it's the Jerry Stackhouse birthday. I can't think of who else is 42. So, yeah, nothing special. <laughs> Gary Joe Kenny, former Baylor linebacker. There, that's that. Okay. There you go. Okay, Number perfect. 42. All right, uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. All right, man, I'll see you. John Mashoda. they call him Johnny Matches, uh, and uh, does a nice job covering those Dallas Cowboys for the Athletic. Good to visit with him. Uh, We'll do some uh, NFL Blitz package. We'll do that next. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at Pioneer Boys.com. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0323. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. An exceptional experience and extraordinary results. That's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James Law Firm. Craig Cherry, Ryan Johnson, Mark Sigmund, and Scott James are trial lawyers with 100 plus years of combined experience specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases, as well as business disputes. They have unmatched credentials, real world experiences, and a passion to serve your legal needs. The lawyers at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James have obtained substantial settlements and over $2 billion in verdicts for their clients, due in no small part to their ingenuity and relentless tenacity. They also have knowledge in business, finance, and engineering. Learn more about Cherry Johnson Sigmund James at cjsjlaw.com. Their Waco office is on the ninth floor in Roosevelt Tower, 400 Austin Avenue. 
Elevate your lifestyle with a Baylor Club membership. Enjoy unparalleled access to our exclusive lounge area located in the heart of McLean Stadium. Membership with Baylor Club means you're part of a vibrant community where networking and forging lasting connections is as easy as a smile and a handshake. Indulge in members-only events and personalized service that caters to your every need to make every day extraordinary. Contact the Baylor Club membership or private events team at 254 710 8080. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Man, really good stuff there from John Bashota from The Athletic, shedding light on some of the stuff uh, on the Cowboys. And, um, I, you know, I think we're just waiting to see what will happen out there as Jerry and Stephen hole up. They're not doing radio interviews this week. They're going underground. Which way will this go? We know Dan Quinn's got all kind of interviews, the defense coordinator. Tomorrow, got a, just a slew of Zoom calls to make. So, but uh, excellent, excellent stuff there from John. We may let you hear a little bit more of that in the 5 o'clock hour. Aaron, as we start our NFL Blitz, you hear the music. What do you have for us today? Uh, lots, as you can imagine, as we just finished up Wild Card Weekend. But uh, one result of last night's, excuse me, yeah, of last night's uh, Eagles loss, Philadelphia Eagles star center Jason Kelsey told his teammates in the postgame locker room that he's retiring. Kelsey, 36 years old, was visu- visibly emotional at the end of the Eagles 32-9 loss last night. The six-time Pro Bowler and future Hall of Famer said he considered retiring in recent years, but said, quote, this time it will happen. Well, you know, they they took him out of the game late. Game was over. Eagles, went, you know, went out with a whimper. I would have to think there are even some people as crazy as it is to think. I mean, they were just in the Super Bowl. I think Sirianni will be okay, but Eagles fans are feeling kind of like Cowboys fans right now. Just, I mean, although they didn't really have expectations in the postseason like the Cowboys did, their season had already started going down the drain, and it just continued in Tampa. I mean, when Baker lights you up, I mean, Baker, whose career was kind of headed for like, eh, just he's just going to be a backup and eh, it just didn't work out. He's jumped back and now it's like, oh, look at Baker. Look at the resurgent Baker. Three touchdowns. He's kind of changed the narrative around his career. But Aaron Kelsey, the brother of uh, Travis Kelsey, this is Jason Kelsey, um, He's just been a great player for many, many years. Good leader, beloved player for the Eagles. And he just uh, just a good dude. Really just a solid guy. And late in the game, he was kind of hugging. It looked like the old line coach down there. And he got emotional. And I'm sure it is very emotional thinking about you're, you're probably walking off the field for the last time looked up at the stands. I mean, I, I, I did as much as I am, am generally amused 
when the Eagles lose. Sad for Kelsey. Good guy, great player over the years. And so one of the Kelsey brothers will retire as uh, his brother and Taylor Swift move on with their lives. But uh, Aaron, good good player, man. And that was uh, that was kind of sad to see. The Atlanta Falcons have already had one interview for their head coaching job, and they are hoping it will be the only one as, as they have interviewed former Patriots head coach and six-time Super Bowl-winning head coach Bill Belichick. The team announced the interview, which is now a thing apparently, on social media. Also on social media, the Chargers announced that they had interviewed Michigan head coach Jim Harbaugh. You know, I mean, it's... uh... I brought it up earlier. It's weird to hear, first of all, that he even has to go interview. I mean, I guess. Do you think, Aaron, back in the day, Vince Lombardi, when he left the Packers, and then at some point he started coaching the Redskins, which they were then called, do you think he had to go interview? I mean, it's just kind of wild to imagine that. Aaron, by the way, it just became official. I was reading on Houston Chronicle. Let's go with the breaking news. This is uh, this is something we knew was coming, but still, let's go with a little breaking news sounder, perhaps. Texas A&M has lost athletic director Ross Bjork to Ohio State, and. I can't think that the Aggies are that upset about this. This is the man who famously gave Jimbo his extension that put the Aggies in a world of financial hurt. And so given the opportunity to go elsewhere, and again, it's a great job. It's a huge high-profile job going to Ohio State. Good for him. But I, I think the... I think the Aggies are probably okay with this one. Letting, uh, and so the the guy that's kind of put on blast now, because these guys always tend to like to have their own hires. I mean, I, again, how much did he hire Elko? Aaron, I think there's a chance that Bjork is the reason that, you know, they tried to get um, Stoops from Kentucky, and then there was this huge backlash and so they settled on Mike Elko. So I, I would say that his time at AM was a little messy. It was a little on the messy side. And so I, I don't think this is like, oh my gosh, the Aggies are losing this great AD. I think most of our Aggies audience right now, all our gigum folks out there, are kind of like shaking their heads like, this is okay. This is cool. Aaron, careful here because, you know, we have a AD right in our own family that is, you know, very, very highly regarded. That thought popped so into my know. mind as soon as I heard, saw the story mm-hmm. that, that he had taken the Ohio State job. And, I mean, they the Board of Regents at Baylor, 
has really gone to bat and, and done, gone out of their way to make sure President Livingstone and Mac Rhodes are cared for financially. Um, but this is an enormous, huge job. Now, he already had an SEC job because he was at Missouri. He came to Baylor. He's been great for Baylor. Talk about Mac Rhodes, obviously. But, you know, when, when there are some high-profile gigs out there, his name does tend to come up. I think, I think you know, I mean, I know he loves Baylor and all of that. But, boy, I, I mean, Aaron, if, if A&M comes calling, don't you have to at least talk to them? I mean, it's, me. it's a huge <laughs> – well, I know, but I, I think it's an enormous gig. The pay would be – I mean, you know, they can match or surpass anybody's pay. And it's a, it's an enormous SEC gig. And you're following a guy. You're not following a legend. You're following a guy that they're a little bit dissatisfied with, quite honestly. So, anyway, interesting, Aaron. I just uh, I had been seeing that story, but quite honestly, it just popped into my, you know, I hadn't really thought about the Mac part of this, but uh, anyway, always, you know, he's always somebody people think of, but they might have, who knows, they might have somebody else in mind, and the SEC loves, like, hiring within its own, like, turning to, like, Florida has Scott Strickland, Um, Scott Strickland used to be at Baylor years ago, would they think about, you know, Scott? I don't know. It would be very interesting. But they do. SEC people like hiring from the SEC. Let's just remember that. All right, uh, Aaron, what else do we have? Steelers coach Mike Tomlin told players and coaches today that he plans to coach the team in 2024, a day after he walked out of a news conference when asked about his future. Sources told ESPN's Brooke Fryer. Tomlin has one year left on his contract and has given no indications of wanting to step away in recent recent weeks. A source close to the situation told ESPN's Jeremy Fowler and Tomlin, quote, just wants to coach football, according to the source, who added that contract extension talks could intensify in the offseason. Yeah, I, I tell you, I mean, Aaron, all these headlines you're doing, man, these things are things are jumping. You know, that thing, that thing went live just a little bit ago. Um, but that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, uh, that That's what he said. And and maybe he will get that extension. Why would you move on from him? He's been a great coach. They don't like moving on from coaches. They made a long-time commitment to Cowher. Uh, uh, you know, back Cowher back in the day. And... Even through some down times, they stuck with him. Then Tomlin followed him up. Steelers tend to stick with coaches. Will Jerry try to take that same approach with Mike McCarthy? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, I, I find all I find this interesting. Um, somebody said we just let's see. He's been locked in. This is very oh this was uh this was a Hayward the lo- Cameron Cam Hayward the longest tenured Steelers player 
he voiced his support. Aaron, that was that was kind of amazing to read. And you got to say, McCarthy also got some good support from his guys. I think Jordan Lewis spoke up for him. That was kind of, I mean, can you imagine, Aaron, like the exit interviews yesterday? The media is allowed to go in there, and they literally get, like, T.J. Bass, Jordan Lewis, and I think maybe Turpin came out and talked. Yeah, it was not their Pro Bowl players. It was a little bit weak. (laughs) It was not the stars. (laughs) Yeah, it feels a little bit weak. I mean, I get it. Dak did his right after the game, answered a lot of questions. I kind of get, you know, that's okay for him. But everybody else to be peeking out and not talking to the media. I don't know, man. Fans, media, everyone enjoys, like, stand-up guys. Now, fans a lot of times, you know, like to shoot the messenger, and they'll get mad at the media, like, hey, you're just trying to stir stuff up and everything. So I get that. The fans may not care that no one came out and talked. But I generally think they appreciate the players that will kind of come to their locker and speak up after games. Now, Again, I, I'm trying to remember who talked after the game, Aaron. I don't think our man C.D. made himself available. C.D. had a bit of a rough game after having a great season. Um, maybe not a great look if C.D. you know, kind of raced out of there without, without talking. I just think fans appreciate players who are accountable and as uncomfortable it is, as it is, who will stand up there and, and wear it after a game. All right, Aaron, do you have one more? Uh, I do. The, the uh, 49ers got all pro running back Christian McCaffrey back today after recovering from right calf injury. He suffered that in week 17 against the Commanders. He sat out the 49ers meaningless week 18 game to the Rams, and he will be back this week as they prepare for the divisional round showdown with the Green Bay Packers. All right, there it is. Um, McCaffrey, who is such a huge part of that thing. So interesting, uh, interesting news uh, coming there. Okay, now remember, we got Campus Confidential at 440, but uh, we got lots to get to before that. And um, and then I, I want to get back into uh, uh, some Cowboys. And then, you know, this hour, we love hearing from you. I've already gotten some tweets coming to me. If you want to text us or call us, uh, one of the questions on the board right now is out of Belichick, Vrabel, uh, and and Harbaugh, who would you want with the Cowboys if they're going to make a change? Or would you be would you like Mike McCarthy to return? Weigh in. We'll read some of your texts. If you want to call us, we'd love to have you on. We got a couple of calls yesterday that I enjoyed. 254-662-1660. Call or text us. That is next. The flagship station for Baylor basketball is ESPN Central Texas. Morrison's Gifts would like to thank all of their friends, family, and extended family 
their customers for another amazing year. They would also like to extend a special thanks to Eminem Broadcasters, ESPN Central Texas, and Shooter FM for helping grow their business through the uncertainty of the pandemic and recent economic concerns. Morrison's Gifts would especially like to thank the community for shopping local. Morrison's is a proud Baylor alumni-owned business serving gift-giving needs of Central Texas. Go see our friends at Morrison's Gifts on the corner of Waco Drive and Valley Mills, close to Jason's Deli. At NeighborWorks Waco, we understand that buying a home can feel overwhelming, but our dedicated team of experts is here to guide you through the entire process, making it as stress-free as possible. We offer FHA, VA, conventional, and USDA home mortgage products. If you need that additional assistance to help you get into a home, we offer down payment and closing cost assistance. Visit us today at nw-waco.org or call 254-752-1647 and let us help you make home ownership a reality. Don't miss the premier gun show in Waco at the base at Extraco Event Center this weekend only. Over 600 tables of guns, knives, ammo, and accessories. Everything you can imagine, whether a first-time buyer or looking for that special piece to add to your gun, knife, or military collection. They have what you're looking for. Visit their website, wacogunshow.com, or call 817-732-1194. The premier gun show in Waco at the base at Extraco Event Center this weekend only. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at SyntechSportsFan.com. Okay, everyone, check this out from D'Amori Fine Jewelers in Waco. D'Amori Fine Jewelers now has their own diamond growing machine right here in their own super lab. Yes, you've always been able to get a better premier diamond for the best price at D'Amori Fine Jewelers, but now they have their own growing chamber. Yes, they still have Earthmine diamonds and a great selection of those too, but now if you're in the market for a lab-grown diamond, this is a game changer because you can now get them directly from the source. No middleman markup and only the very best high color, high clarity, and high transparency material. So you can get an incredibly beautiful diamond at an amazingly low price. Come by D'Amori Fine Jewelers on Waco Drive just past New Road and talk about your dream diamond that will become a reality. D'Amori Fine Jewelers at D'AmoriFineJewelers.com. Paparola's Pizza, Waco's oldest family-owned pizzeria, with two locations to serve you better, Valley Mills Drive and Hewitt Drive. Come down in for a unique experience or use their convenient drive-thru on the way home. Order online at paparolos.com and use the coupon code online for 10% off your order. That's paparolos.com and use the coupon code online for 10% off your order. Paparolos, voted the best pizza in Waco. It's 9.30 on a Saturday night. You're at the ballpark getting hot dogs for the kids and your debit card doesn't work. 
Lucky for you, Central National Bank's after-hours service is ready to help you get out of all kinds of ninth-inning jams. Just contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a local person who can answer questions and fix problems. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, it is Matt Mosley Show. Hope you have survived our little frigid uh, conditions. Aaron, where I am doing the show right now in my home studio, uh, we've got a 28-degree situation. Now, where you are in the mothership, has it, has it in fact, kind of warmed up to twenty-eight or close to thirty? Or are you still hanging in the? Are you still hanging out in the low twenties? Currently, in the Alan Samuel Studios. Well, not in, but at. It is twenty-eight degrees and sunny. We'll see a high of around twenty-nine. Okay, I like that. We're we're matched up. A high of what did you say twenty-nine? Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't understand. My my weather bug is not is kind of giving me weird information because it's it's telling me it's I don't know I don't know we don't want to <laughs> get into that but I, I really do trust the I love weather bugs. Have you you know what those are, Aaron? Have you ever seen a weather bug? Uh-uh. So businesses have them sometimes, and then so if you get the app, then like whatever local business. So somebody close to where you are now, Aaron. Like even within, oh, probably right around the corner over at Cottonwood, they, uh, so they have, they have like a weather bug, okay? It's just a little device, and so your app will will go into that. So your nearest little weather bug, and it will give you all the latest information, and it's a little more reliable and a little closer about wind and everything than like weather.com because it's just like. It's your own personal weather bug. So anyway, people that are out there that like weather, and as we get older, Aaron, um, once you approach your 50s, you do get more and more obsessed with the weather. I, I, I thought this would never happen to me, but it has happened to me. You just kind of like wake up every day. You're checking the weather. You're very interested in it. You you know, you might watch the weather at night Um if you watch the news, so I do find myself taking a peek at that maybe more than more than I did in my earlier years. Okay, um, Aaron had the news a little while ago, breaking news, that Mike Tomlin from the Steelers told um, players and coaches today that he plans to coach the team in 2024. As a day after he was asked about his contract, and he just walked out of the the news conference. Aaron, some coaches are just so mad that they just don't want to hear anything about that. You know, and it's like it's like be respectful. Well, what if you what if you didn't ask McCarthy? I mean, McCarthy has not I mean, you can't really do. It's not like, "Oh, is McCarthy going to do like a state of the union?" Sometimes coaches do, and they come in and they kind of wrap things up at the end of the year. If the Cowboys do that, when and if they do that, we'll carry that. We'll, we'll play a lot of that for you. But right now, they're not going to do it because they don't know if McCarthy's back. Does Jerry know right now? 
does Jerry know at this given moment whether he's bringing McCarthy back or not? I don't think he does. I think he's looking at his options, seeing what he could do. You know, this Dan Quinn thing has to play out. Dan Quinn's going to be on the phone with everybody tomorrow. Aaron, they could do the uncomfortable thing. If Dan Quinn hadn't a flat line like he did, they could have done the uncomfortable coaching switch. And and it's not really a switch because they would be moving one guy out. They'd be moving McCarthy out, and they could move, move DQ. Oh, Aaron, when we say DQ, we think of one thing, right? But in this case, it's Dan Quinn, and they could keep him as the head coach. Isn't it funny, Aaron, how, like, one guy can be attractive to several other organizations and the place he's been that should know him the best and should appreciate him the most is kind of like, yeah, if you want to go, go. And like four other organizations, like, let's talk to Dan. Let's have a visit with Dan. Let's see what Dan could do. Dan Quinn will likely get another shot at a head coaching job. And are we being too tough on him? I mean, I'm seeing stuff today, Aaron, from a oh, EPA. Aaron, you're a big stats guy. What is that? It, um, that's like an adjusted EPA in the NFL is kind of like a – it's a it's a more like an advanced stat in what what they were uh what they're saying about Dan Quinn is that like in his seasons with the Cowboys that he had five of his worst seven EPAs like in the last seven weeks or this season I should say in this season so while he's put up great numbers since he was the Cowboys now should you just discount him altogether because he kind of struggled down the stretch and they played horrible in the playoffs? I mean, Aaron, we can't just throw out all the sacks, how great Mike has been, how great they've been with takeaways, all the pick sixes. Can we just throw all of that out because they haven't been great in recent weeks? I don't know if that's fair, but nobody wants him as their head coach with the Cowboys. I say that. Maybe somebody on the text line, maybe somebody will say that. I had people tweeting, Pastor Terry. Where's Pastor Terry here? I was going to read what he said. Um, He's a local pastor out there at McGregor. I think that's First Baptist McGregor does a really nice job out there. Simcox has very nice things to say about him and all our people from – we got all kinds of McGregor ties. Um, And he says, I would take Belichick Carroll – Vrabel or Tomlin in Dallas? Well, we can probably take Tomlin off the board, is which, and that's one of the reasons I was hitting that one kind of hard. Says, I don't want Harbaugh. This is from Pastor Johnston, local minister, and uh, very outspoken on social media, which I like. I like. He's got some good opinions and a great sports fan. Loves Baylor, the whole thing. Uh, he says of Harbaugh, he always makes a mess wherever he goes. I'm not sure any of those guys could work with Jerry, though. I think Pete could. Pete's just too good of a guy and so likable. I think Pete could. I think Vrabel could. I think Vrabel could. I don't think Vrabel would come in like, who are you to talk to me? I mean, that's not going to be Vrabel's attitude. He may have had that with Amy Strunk, you know, be uh, Bud Adams' daughter. 
he may have been, you know, ready to get out of there. Like, hey, who is this? Who are you talking to me? What Pete Carroll, Aaron, say about the <laughs> Seattle people? So, well, it's just hard to have these conversations because they're not football people. They're not football people. <laughs> the, the, uh, it's the sister of the late, oh, is it the guy who started Starbucks? Or I mean, he's the huge guy out there. Anyway, her name is uh, Jody. Uh, we lost him. And I think her his sister's name is Jody Allen, and she kind of runs that organization right now. Pete sat down with the brass and whoever else it was, and he said he came away from that. And he just said, well, it's just tough because they're just not football people. <laughs> Aaron, say what you will about Jerry and Steven and the gang. I don't think it's fair to say they're not football people. Like at this point, you could say, oh, Jerry's that. I mean, Jerry's not, I mean, I, I get that people want to fire Jerry all the time, but Jerry's been doing this long enough and knows the business well enough. And I know he fouls stuff up. Don't get me wrong, but I don't think Pete would ever say of Jerry Jones, well, he's not football people because he is. I mean, he eats, breathes, and sleeps all this stuff. If anybody's a football guy by now, I think it's Jerry. Now, did he come up through the scouting like other GMs? And all of that, no, he did not. He came at it from a different standpoint. Does he understand the business? Yes, I think he does. Does he screw it up a lot? Absolutely. Are their drafts really good? Yes. I mean, Aaron, I mean, of all the Cowboys' problems, I don't think drafting is one of them. I mean, how many bust? Think about some of these organizations just bust out seemingly on a almost an annual basis. We could We could point to... The defensive end out of Michigan a few years ago. The 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 you know we're still waiting to see on Mozzie. You know, Mozzie Smith out of Michigan. Probably too early to dismiss him, although it doesn't seem like he's trending in the right direction. They had a second round pick named Tristan Hill. Eh, didn't work out. Didn't work out. But that Marinelli, as Aaron pointed out, that was a big Marinelli thing. So Aaron, I mean I there's a lot of stuff Jerry has messed up over the years, but he does find a way to, you know, he 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 went. They win a lot of games. I mean, they do. They win. Aaron, what is this now? Thirty-seven wins. Thirty-seven or thirty-eight wins. Thirty-seven wins in three years. I mean, most organizations would take that, and yet they can't get it done. They can't get it done. Now, they did last year. They won in the playoff game. Let's remember, they did beat Tom Brady in Tampa Bay. Just crazy. Just crazy. Aaron, think about that. For Tampa to win a playoff game, what did they have to do? They had the greatest quarterback of all time retire, and they subbed in Baker Mayfield, of all people. Everybody had kind of given up on him. Nobody wanted him. And they're like, well, you know, I guess we got to bring Baker in here. And Baker leads them to the playoffs. I mean, go figure. I mean, none of us thought Tampa was any good, going to be any good this year, and here they are. All these 9-8 and eight teams are advancing. They're advancing. The Packers are advancing, and that's going to be fascinating. Aaron, if the Packers give, give San Francisco a game, maybe we do look at them and go, kind of like I was talking about with Machota. Maybe we go, they're an up-and-coming team, and they're very exciting, and you worry about the Packers in the future. If they get killed – it just will shed more light on the Cowboys going out there and just laying an egg and embarrassing themselves. 
I mean, the Cowboys did that no matter what happens. But it will be kind of interesting to see how the Packers function in that environment, okay? We thought they were going to go into a tough road environment. It turned out it wasn't. They didn't care. They came in and just waxed the Cowboys. All right, um, we've got, real quick, we're going to hit a couple of items, and then we got a big campus confidential coming up here at about 440 or 445. Um, but we got, I got a couple of things to update you on uh, NFL-wise. We'll do that next. The Baylor Coaches Show returns January 18th, live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco. And here on ESPN Central Texas, it all begins this Thursday at 6 p.m. for the Baylor Coaches Show, live from Rudy's, streaming on the Baylor Athletics Facebook and YouTube pages. And right here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Did you know that a male ostrich can roar like a lion? Did you know that in Japan, you can buy watermelons shaped like pyramids? Or that ketchup was originally sold as a medicine? Hi there, this is the Foundation Doctor. I bet something else you didn't know is that foundation movement can often be stopped by injecting soil stabilizer into the soil around your home. It's true. At the Foundation Doctor, we have our own proprietary solution called Stable Soil. Stable Soil is a quick, inexpensive application that stabilizes the soil under your home. It's fast-acting, long-lasting, and puts a stop to those pesky cracks and sticking doors. Only the Foundation Doctor offers this revolutionary product, so give the doctor a call of the day at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Okay, everyone, check this out from D'Amori Fine Jewelers in Waco. D'Amori Fine Jewelers now has their own diamond growing machine right here in their own super lab. Yes, you've always been able to get a better premier diamond for the best price at D'Amori Fine Jewelers, but now they have their own growing chamber. Yes, they still have Earthmine diamonds and a great selection of those too, but now if you're in the market for a lab-grown diamond, this is a game changer because you can now get them directly from the source. No middleman markup and only the very best high color, high clarity, and high transparency material. So you can get an incredibly beautiful diamond at an amazingly low price. Come by D'Amori Fine Jewelers on Waco Drive just past New Road and talk about your dream diamond that will become a reality. D'Amori Fine Jewelers at D'AmoriFineJewelers.com. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at CentexSportsFan.com. Coriel Health has an all-star team of board-certified orthopedic surgeons, including the Matt Mosley Show sports injury expert, Dr. Lance Ellis. Whether your pain is from an old or new sports injury or everyday wear and tear on your joints, Coriel Health orthopedic team uses the latest minimally invasive technology, including an orthopedic robot to perform total knee replacements with unmatched precision. Call 254-483-KNEE. That's 254-483-KNEE. 
Hey, Central Texas, it's Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. Next time you're ready for a weekend getaway or a staycation, remember Element Waco Hotel. Element Waco Hotel offers its guests superb combination of luxury and comfort. Rooms are big and spotless and feature an upscale, modern look and feel. Also have the suites that are perfect for you to host a watch party for the upcoming game. These suites include full-size kitchens and two TVs. Meeting spaces for birthday parties and small events are also available. The Circa Kitchen serves fresh chef-inspired cuisine made with locally sourced ingredients. The bar is a great place to enjoy craft cocktails, local beer, and organic wine. Open to the public seven days a week, 5 to 10, and the beautiful heated outdoor pool and hot tub. The location is hard to beat. 2200 North Robinson Drive, just off the famous Waco traffic circle. It's time to enjoy the best. Element Waco Hotel. From our family to yours, La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina wants to thank Central Texas for voting them as the best of Tex-Mex restaurant for 2023. And thank you for the votes for the best of chips and hot sauce, best margaritas, best enchiladas, best queso, and the best tortillas. Making you hungry? Then stop on at La Fiesta Restaurant off Franklin Avenue in Waco. Check them out online at LaFiesta.com. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, it is uh, the Matt Mosley Show. And uh, we uh, continue on. Um, we will have some um, Campus Confidential coming up. We'll hear from John Mishota from uh, The Athletic in the 5 o'clock hour, run around 525 or 530. Some really good Cowboys information. Our folks continue to weigh in. And Aaron, feel free. You are a keeper of the text line. 254-662-1660 is our text line. You can always call us. Love love getting your calls. Um, who, Who do you, which direction do you want the Cowboys to go? Keep McCarthy? Okay, I know you're not leaning that way. Harbaugh, maybe. Belichick, Harbaugh, I mean, first of all, let me remind you that Jerry does not love paying huge money to coaches. He knows he might have to do it, doesn't want to do it, hates the thought of paying McCarthy not to coach for a year, whatever that is, and you think, oh, man, Matt, five, six, seven million, whatever it is, chump change for him. He hates it. He hates it more than anything. Paying these guys not to coach kills him. So he's he's he, right now he's making a plan. Can I roll this thing out there again? Is there any way I could hold McCarthy's feet to the fire, bring it back? He's won three straight 12-win seasons. We need to break through. We need to identify what's holding us back. Can I do that? Can I sell that to the fan base? He can't. Aaron, there's not that's a, that's no sell right now. There's no fans out there like, yeah, I think we'll be okay. 24th pick in the draft this year. Get a good draft pick, you know, re-sign some of these people, give Dak a new deal. We'll ride, we'll ride again with it. I mean, Dak is by all measures a really good quarterback. Right now, I get it. Man, fans, everybody, media, everybody's just kind of you know, in a in an angry mood. 
change it, get Dak out of there. Again, what is the solution? What's your solution? I mean, they got some kind of crazy poison pill, like $60 million just waiting out there, just going to poison the, um, you know, the on the on the salary cap. It'd be a monstrous hit. What if you what if you post June one him? What if you cut him? I mean, I they've got too much invested with him. He's been too good. He's put up too good of numbers just to move on from. And and this will be just like every off season, whether it ends close game, bad game, disaster. Everybody always rallies around him. The players love him. The coaches love him. I mean, they do. You think McCarthy didn't enjoy Dak way more than Aaron Rodgers? Aaron's smartest guy in the room. He's going to come on a TV show and and accuse Jimmy Kimmel of some stuff. He's going to let you know who's on the Epstein list. I mean, he's going to tell you about the vaccine. He's out. He's outmaneuvered everybody. He's figured out the vaccine. He knows better than you do. That's Aaron. And Aaron Aaron got to the point where he thought Mike was kind of like just a stooge. He treated him like that. He was ready to move on. Ready to move on. He was he was he could not have been more pleased when they fired Mike McCarthy. Now, and I mean, like everything, he they had good moments. It's not like he doesn't have fond memories of Mike. But Mike gets a guy in Dak who just never is going to show him up. He's too he's too honorable a guy to ever show up the coach or say anything negative about Coach McCarthy. In fact, what he said after the season, Aaron was like, put me on that list. If you're going to put Mike McCarthy on that list of maybe changes to make, I better be on that list too. Very admirable. A nice thing to say about your head coach. But – it's a little bit easier to say that when you know you're not going anywhere. Now, there used to be a, a quarterback around here <clears throat> named Tony Romo who, when asked to stick up for teammates or this or that or contracts, kind of took the way like, hey, that's above my pay grade. I'm not, you know, I can't, can't help you. <laughs> can't help you on that. So at least give Dak credit for saying, hey, put me on that list. I should be accountable. Dak will never try to to march out one of those things that really hurt Romo where he, when he said something like, if this is the worst thing that happens to me, my life's going to be okay after a loss to Philadelphia. The things people don't want to hear are perspective from their athletes, from their, from their favorite team. They don't want to hear great perspective right after a loss. It's a gnashing of teeth. Everybody should go. But Dak's not going to go. McCarthy, you have a shot. You have a shot that he could go. So, Pete Carroll, um, Belichick, Vrabel, uh, Jim Harbaugh. Our people, y'all need to weigh in. We want to hear from you. Give us your name and why. Give us your name and why. And yesterday, y'all were hitting me with the fire Jerry thing. Let's not, let's not, that's fine. I, and I'm not, you know, I'm not saying you can't say that. But let's deal in reality, things that could actually happen. Pete Carroll, Belichick, Vrabel, Jim Harbaugh. What gets you most excited of, of all those things? And, uh, and let us know via text. You give us a quick call if you'd like. 254 
662-1660. Now, Aaron, just for pure, like, unreal stories, and in it to almost be like the old Parcells days, I don't think he'll do it. But give me Belichick number one. I love the thought, love the story, would love covering just the crazy nature of hiring the greatest coach of all time to come coach and work with Jerry Jones. Don't think it'll happen, but I give me that. I'm, I'm saying these are the things I desire. I would go Belichick one. I would go Harbaugh two. I think that would be fun. That would be crazy. And that would that would mess it up because whether he cheats or whether you hate him or whatever, the guy can coach. Let's not act like Jim Harbaugh can't coach. Um, three, I would go with Vrabel. Now I may have had something different the other day, Aaron, but this is after I've slept on it, thought about it. Uh, these this is my list. So Belichick, number one, Harbaugh two, Vrabel three. And then give me Pete. Uh, give me Pete Carroll. Give me Pete Carroll. Uh, and and again, he might be my favorite to deal with from a media standpoint, but probably my fourth choice. Probably my fourth choice if I'm getting to say, "Here's what I want." All right. So give us your four. You can text us two five four six six two sixteen sixty. All right. That is our text line. And if you've got something, you know, you want to sneak in there like another name that i'm not hadn't mentioned somebody you want to put in there tomlin it appears is off the board he says he's coaching the steelers in 2024 so you might not want to waste your time saying mike tomlin although that would be fun and that would be a great choice aaron what is um what is your list is your list similar to mine or how would you rank that between uh belichick um uh, Carroll, uh, Harbaugh, and that bunch I just mentioned. Uh, we'll just we will not include Mike McCarthy. Okay, we'll just we'll just go with those that I mentioned. How would you list them? I would probably put them in that order. Uh, okay, I would go Billichek. Mm-hmm. Pete Carroll. Oh, you're going Pete. See, I put Pete fourth. Okay. Oh, okay. So you're putting Pete Carroll second. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like that. And then Vrabel third. Okay. Oh, and Harbaugh fourth. And Harbaugh fourth, yes. I'm not okay. a big fan. He can coach, but I'm not a big fan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm just not, you're not dying to see him in that role. Um, I mean, I would say I'm by far, like, the cockiest of that bunch is Harbaugh. I, you can't say, the. Belichick's the best coach, but Harbaugh is, you know, 16 years younger, kind of still in his prime. I mean, again, I hate to say Belichick's not, but he's, he's, I mean, that things have not ended there. Now, how could he do if he had the defensive pieces in place? Like, I, I mean, it, it's just almost, I, I, do we, Aaron, would you look at Atlanta completely different? Like, if, if somehow he got the job in Atlanta, would would that almost be embarrassing for Belichick's legacy? Or is he ha- such a huge name 
that he would immediately elevate Atlanta and make us think of it differently. Like, would we just go, hey, Belichick's there? So even though we don't like their quarterback, um, it's Belichick. How would you feel about Atlanta if, if if they got Belichick? They still have to get a quarterback. You would feel, I think, anybody that follows the Falcons will feel better about practically anyone over instead of Arthur Smith. Mm-hmm. But as great as Bill Jack is, you see what happens to his teams when he doesn't have a quarterback. So you would have to get a quarterback for mm-hmm. me to have realistically high expectations mm-hmm. for Atlanta if they hired Bill Jack. All right. Well, um, text us your order for the Cowboys. I mean, this is uh, – this is going to be interesting to see where they land. And by the way, there's still a a 60 to 70% chance that they they come back and go, we're going to keep going with Mike McCarthy. We'll let him coach into the final year of his contract. That's what makes Jerry the most comfortable. It really is. But the fan base is going to be angry. Fan base isn't going to love that. But Jerry does not, believe me, he's not dying to make this change. He's, and he's, in fact, he's angry he's in a place where he has to. Because even if they just won Saturday like we thought they were last Sunday, this past Sunday, he, he could have he made an argument, even if they go lose in the divisional round, they, they can bring McCarthy back. They wouldn't be excited, and it would be sad for the team and everything. But even the fans wouldn't have that huge of a, a backlash. But after what happened in bringing McCarthy back, it's it's an ugly scene. It's an ugly scene. Okay, keep texting us, and at 5 o'clock, um, we'll get back into this. We'll get back into this, and we'll read some of your text messages and your reasoning. I like to, I like to see why you think the way you do. Um, I say Belichick, Harbaugh, Vrabel, uh, and then Pete Carroll. And then I would put Dan Quinn fifth. And then Aaron, I'd put Mike McCarthy sixth, okay? Let's get Mike. He's not even on my list. (laughs) (laughs) Put Mike back on the list. I'll put him last. I'll put Mike last. But uh, let us hear from you, 254-662-1660. Campus Confidential is next. Baylor Bear basketball all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears on the road Tuesday at Kansas State to take on the Wildcats. 6.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 7 p.m. tip-off Tuesday. Join Baylor Athletics Hall of Famer Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris, for Baylor Bear basketball right here on ESPN Central Texas. Since 2006, Scott's Lease Trailers has leased commercial belly dump trailers and commercial flatbed trailers to customers throughout Central Texas. The leases at Scott's Lease Trailers are available long-term or short-term. They have several trailers to choose from, and all their trailers are guaranteed to pass Texas Department of Transportation inspection at pickup. Family-owned and operated and located in Cossie, Scott's Lease Trailers. They will answer your phone call no matter the day or time. Call James at 254-422-5375. That's 254-422-5375. 
don't miss the premier gun show in Waco at the base at Extraco Event Center this weekend only. Over 600 tables of guns, knives, ammo, and accessories. Everything you can imagine, whether a first-time buyer or looking for that special piece to add to your gun, knife, or military collection. They have what you're looking for. Visit their website, wacogunshow.com, or call 817-732-1194. The premier gun show in Waco at the base at Extraco Event Center this weekend only. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Rise and dine with the Fiesta Brunch at La Fiesta every Saturday morning. Come enjoy family recipes made from scratch like huevos rancheros, breakfast enchiladas, chicken and waffles, or on the lighter side, avocado toast. And don't forget to try their Mexican coffee, fresh squeezed orange juice, or even a peach bellini. It's a Fiesta Brunch. La Fiesta, located off Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Elevate your lifestyle with a Baylor Club membership. Enjoy unparalleled access to our exclusive lounge area located in the heart of McLean Stadium. Membership with Baylor Club means you're part of a vibrant community where networking and forging lasting connections is as easy as a smile and a handshake. Indulge in members-only events and personalized service that caters to your every need to make every day extraordinary. Contact the Baylor club membership or private events team at 254-710-8080. Hey folks, Gary Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. 2024 is here and it couldn't be a better time to purchase your next new Chevrolet. For an example, Silverado is as much as 10,000 off. Traverses, 5,000 off. And the all new Equinox, 3,000 off. And we also have the largest selection of new and pre-owned inventory folks that we've seen in years. And we don't play any of the games or gimmicks, just honesty and transparency. So give us a call, 840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember, folks, we're only a heartbeat away at McGregor. We'll treat you like family. Find new roads. Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at myatfuels.net. That's myatfuels.net. How do you measure the human spirit? In pounds? In milliliters? In the distance traveled between yesterday and today? Or maybe there's no way to measure the human spirit. Because as you remind us every day, it simply has no limit. 
Learn more about how we care for your whole body, mind, and spirit at adventhealth.com. Campus Confidential is sponsored by Jim Turner Chevrolet. Jim Turner Chevrolet is just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and they will treat you like family. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Matt Mosley. Campus Confidential, we do it every day, all around 440. And uh, thank you, Jim Turner, Chevrolet, for what you do and uh, being the fine sponsor of this segment. Uh, reminder, by the way, Nikki Collin on with us tomorrow. Uh, we'll, we'll get to hear from her maybe in the 3 o'clock and the 5 o'clock. But uh, always fun to have uh, Coach Collin coming off a couple of losses. But uh, they'll bounce back. They've got a, uh, a week to kind of recover. And then I think UCF comes in. Then there's a big matchup with uh, K-State. K-State's top-ranked team, man. Bears at uh, 12th now, and uh, K-State, I think, up to 7th. And, of course, they've beaten even Caitlin Clark and the great uh, Iowa team that she's on. So some good stuff tomorrow, and uh, I always uh, love our visits with uh, Coach Collin. All right, uh, let's, uh, let's go, Aaron. Lots of different ways to go here. All kinds of stuff happening across College athletics, where do we start today? A&M is looking for a new athletic director. There's Ross Bjork has been hired by Ohio State. The school announced today is hiring. Is in the wake of the retirement of longtime athletic director Gene Smith. Mm -hmm. And he will work with Smith on the transition, officially beginning his tenure with the Buckeyes on July 1st. So... Got a couple of months to get his feet wet, so to speak, and get ready for the job. But Ross Bjork is the new athletic director at Ohio State. Well, I mean that that is uh, that's the Aggies losing another AD. I don't think they were exactly fighting for Bjork to stay. I, I think this is one the Aggies, and of course they'll get a, they'll get a great candidate. Don't try to come to Waco, all right? We like Mac, and uh, want to keep him, but um, they'll look around. As I said earlier, they love hiring from the SEC. SEC schools like to look around and go grab somebody from Ole Miss or Mississippi State or Florida. That's a guy who used to be at Baylor, Scott Strickland. They'll look around. And they'll go a direction like that, but uh, it's a it's an interesting gig because it's a it's a good one, it's a big one, but you got all the p- politics, you know, you got the you got the the chancellor always in your ear, uh, John Sharp, he's not doesn't exactly know athletics, but he he kind of fancies himself as Mister Athletics. And he was the one who was the huge push. He was involved in Jimbo deal. And Bjork did the extension and is sort of uh, everybody kind of blames him for them getting stuck on the Jimbo deal. All right. And having to pay out the huge amount of money. <laughs> so that's why I would say that most A&M people are kind of okay with this. It was like, oh, Ross, man, we'll miss you. I mean, I. They don't dislike him, 
but probably fine with him moving on. And that's a great opportunity. I mean, for a guy that honestly is a little bit under fire with the Aggies, um, and I, he may have fouled up the Aggies coaching search. I don't know. I don't know who was trying to bring in um, Stoops, and I, I don't even know why it was considered such a horrible hire. I mean, I mean, the Kentucky coach has done a good job. You know, Mar, uh, Mark Stoops, but man, word got out that the Aggies were thinking about hiring him, and people went, they lost <laughs> it. They did, and just thought that was horrible. And Elko was. Elko was a pretty safe choice. Did a good job at Duke. Used to be the D.C. at A&M. Um, kind of no-nonsense. Good dude. I mean, I think he's probably a pretty good hire. But I, I don't even know if Bjork made that hire. I think Bjork got shoved back in his place when, when, when everybody was like, what are they trying to do, hire Stoop? So, anyway... Um, I think the Aggies are okay uh, is, is really how this goes. And then we'll see where they go. I just – it feels to me they always go like these SEC teams. Aaron, it's just not going to be surprising if they look over at whoever they think is doing a nice job in the SEC. Like I don't think Mal Moore or whoever's at – is he still there? Whoever uh, – no, that was years ago. Golly, I think we – anyway – Moore. I think I'm going like 25 years ago. Burn is Burn the AD at Alabama. I don't think the Alabama guy is going to leave for A&M. But and I don't even think the Georgia AD. But everyone else would be in play. Aggies can pay a lot, and it's a great. I mean, I know Aaron, you're not a, you're not a love. You're not. You know, you're not. You don't have a lot of love for the Ags, but it's a it's a huge job. And it's a good job. It's a great AD's job. Like, I mean, I Baylor's very fortunate to have Mac because other schools have looked at him and approached him. And I don't think the Aggies would – I mean, that would probably be smart of them to try. Um, I just don't know. He's already been in an SEC school. He was at Missouri before he came to Baylor. I mean, he seems extremely loyal to Baylor. If he was ever going to make a jump, he's kind of getting at an age where this would be the time to do it. So I hope it doesn't happen, but, I, again, it would not shock me if his, if his name came up because, honestly, in these big openings, whether it be Big 12 commissioner or this or that, his name always seems to come up. All right, Aaron, what else do we have, sir? Arizona State, ha- excuse me, Arizona, not Arizona State. Arizona has a new football coach. San Jose State's Brett Brennan agreed to become the school's next head football coach. Brennan just finished his seventh season as San Jose State's head coach. He was a finalist for the Arizona job in 2020 when Jed Fish, who was just hired as Washington's new head coach, was originally hired for the job. Fish was named Kalen DeBoer's replacement in Washington on Sunday. Brennan has guided San Jose State to a 26-19 record over the past four seasons with three bowl appearances during that span. He was a graduate assistant at Arizona Mm. in 2000 in Dick Tomey's final season (laughs) and also worked under Tomey as an assistant at San Jose State. 
I mean, Bill's hearing back. that, I like that. <laughs> yeah, twenty four years ago, he was on campus and he was with Tommy. Those strong ties. Yeah, he was with Dick Tommy back in the day. Desert Swarm, and then he was with Tommy over at um, San Jose State. Man, I this is a rough one for Arizona. I, I think it's good for the rest of the conference because Jed Fish had that thing going. I mean, I. Aaron, how do you not move quickly to hire one of Fish's top dudes? I mean, I again, maybe this guy will be great, but you go get the San Jose State coach? I mean, what about all the Jed Fish's dudes? He had the co-defensive coordinators. He's got an OC. Now, Fish may be such an offensive guy that he was calling plays or something, but, man, I would have been looking hard at one of Fish's top guys to try to keep all the players in place. I mean, they got it going on. I I, I mean, San Jose State, ooh. Yeah, I wouldn't wouldn't I mean, blown away by his, the higher. Look either. at his full record, by the way. Did you see that? It's like in his seven seasons there. I know he's gotten it going, so kudos to him, because that's a tough place to win. But did you see that Aaron's like thirty eight and forty six or thirty, you know, like twenty seven I mean, it's like not he has been good in his last, whatever you said, three or four seasons. But if you look at the full seven seasons, it's kind of ugly. Um, yeah, his 34-48 record as a head coach ooh. and 0-3 in those three bowl appearances. Ooh. I mean, they two were... Mountain West titles, though, in tw- this year and 2020. Yeah. How? Wait. Mountain West. I thought our boy, our guys at uh, Boise State won that this year. Anyway, I don't know. Is he? Is that? What are they in? Okay, I don't know. But bottom line is, I if Jim I was Chip Arizona, Gaines. if I were if I was Arizona, I I would have um, done everything to keep fish. And I don't know if he made the right choice here. Like if he could get almost the same money at Arizona and walk into a conference. Now, maybe he thinks there's more stability at Washington or something or the Big Ten, and maybe that's true because, I mean, it's not like Utah and some of these schools are, like, coming in like, oh, man, we're so happy. They don't sound that excited, some of them, to be in the Big 12. I think Dion is. But I I, I just can't. Like, Aaron, I'm, not, I'm just not certain that Washington is that much of a better job still have to play Oregon. Now you got to, you know, get in a championship game. Now you got Penn State, Ohio State, you know, Michigan. Now you got to mess with all that. And you literally could have walked into a conference for similar money and been the favorite and had a had a really the way easier route to get in the new expanded playoff. Like Arizona coming out of the Big 12 is like a million times better route. Than, than coming out of the Big Ten. Am I wrong, Aaron? Doesn't that sound right to you? No, I agree. I was kind of surprised, too. I don't consider Washington like one of those jobs where you have to leave, well, a job like Arizona, which is at a huge state university and a major conference. I, I, don't, I, I, was, I thought the same thing when it happened. I was like, eh, that didn't seem like a huge step up to me. And he had, like you said, a loaded team going into the Big yeah. 12 next year, but – now it's not going to be because they're going to lose half their team to the transfer portal with a new coach. 
I would have I would have gone to see what Eli Drinkowitz, like how much money it would take. I don't know what he's making at Mizzou. I'm sure he just got an extension. And they're good. They're really good right now. But like what if you loaded up on a guy like Drinkowitz or somebody like that? I mean, San Jose State. Ugh. I mean, that's a that's a <laughs> big jump for him. Good for him, but that's a that's a that's a weird hire. All right, um, golly, we got a lot of stuff coming up in the five. We'll get your takes. Aaron and I have weighed in on what we think the Cowboys should do, what we would do if you're going to replace. We ranked our folks between Belichick and Harbaugh and Carroll and Vrabel. We've done our rankings. Want to hear from you? Two five four six six two sixteen sixty. How would you of of those candidates? How would you rank them? Who do you prefer? We discuss next. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at SyntechSportsFan.com. Attention fans of Hellberg Barbecue. You can enjoy their Central Texas-style barbecue, homemade sides, and desserts at their current location, 8532 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. They are operating drive through and curbside service out of food trailers parked outside the building, and their hours are Wednesday through Sunday, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. or till they sell out. Customers can call 254-265-5387 for pre-orders. Hellberg's Barbecue full-service catering option is still available for your next group outing. Soon, Hellberg will offer sandwiches and banana pudding at the grab-and-go markets inside the new Foster Pavilion. The future of Hellberg Barbecue includes a new building, bigger and better than ever, just down Highway 6 from the current location. Twice named one of the top barbecue joints by Texas Monthly Magazine, it's time to try Hellberg Barbecue. Hellberg Barbecue, just salt, pepper, and a whole lot of prayer. Two five. 4-265-5387 and at hellbergbarbecue.com Did you know that a male ostrich can roar like a lion? Did you know that in Japan you can buy watermelons shaped like pyramids? Or that ketchup was originally sold as a medicine? Hi there, this is the Foundation Doctor. I bet something else you didn't know is that foundation movement can often be stopped by injecting soil stabilizer into the soil around your home. It's true. At the Foundation Doctor, we have our own proprietary solution called Stable Soil. Stable Soil is a quick, inexpensive application that stabilizes the soil under your home. It's fast-acting, long-lasting, and puts a stop to those pesky cracks and sticking doors. Only the Foundation Doctor offers this revolutionary product. So give the doctor a call of the day at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. How do you measure the human spirit? In pounds? In milliliters? In the distance traveled between yesterday and today? Or maybe there's no way to measure the human spirit. Because as you remind us every day... It simply has no limit. Learn more about how we care for your whole body, mind, and spirit at adventhealth.com. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. It's Matt Mosley. You can make the decision right now to get lasting relief from that awful joint pain for 2024. Don't go another year compromising because of that pain in your knees or shoulder or like my neck, for instance, call QC Kinetics now. 
QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in regenerative non-surgical pain relief. No drugs, no surgery, no downtime. This is not a Band-Aid. This is a revolutionary treatment that can get you moving again, get your life back. And listen, it's non-surgical. It's very important. If this is the year you decide to fight back against that pain, take the first step now. Call QC Kinetics. Get a free consultation on the calendar. Call 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100. QC Kinetics, 254-415-4100. Hey, Central Texas, it's Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. Next time you're ready for a weekend getaway or a staycation, remember Element Waco Hotel. Element Waco Hotel offers its guests superb combination of luxury and comfort. Rooms are big and spotless and feature an upscale, modern look and feel. Also have the suites that are perfect for you to host a watch party for the upcoming game. These suites include full-size kitchens and two TVs. Meeting spaces for birthday parties and small events are also available. The Circa Kitchen serves fresh chef-inspired cuisine made with locally sourced ingredients. The bar is a great place to enjoy craft cocktails, local beer, and organic wine. Open to the public seven days a week, 5 to 10, and the beautiful heated outdoor pool and hot tub. The location is hard to beat. 2200 North Robinson Drive, just off the famous Waco traffic circle. It's time to enjoy the best. Element Waco Hotel. King of the road. When we say at UBO Business Services that we are the premier service provider for Ricoh, Xerox, Conic Minolta, Canon, Kisser, and Lexmark copiers and printers, we are not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 86. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Coriel Health, Element Waco Hotel, Hellberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Witt Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it is uh, Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show. Well, I can't wait to get back to Foster Pavilion. Did you hear that, Aaron? The Hellberg, the grab-and-go, the banana pudding, the sandwiches. I mean, that is very exciting. I mean, it started this past Saturday. And uh, got a game coming up next weekend. The women, UCF, I think, comes in. Get, I mean, that's anytime Hellberg is involved in something, I'm going to be there. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, sign me up. Um, Aaron uh, Boone Browning, great friend of the show, great friend of mine, big time listener, excellent young golfer out at Midway, uh, likes to critique us, Aaron. Likes to listen, um, and uh, just a real dedicated guy to the show and a huge Baylor fan. I don't know if Scott Drew and the gang have a better fan out there. Understands the game, 
but is very compassionate, more compassionate than us when they lose. Aaron, he he holds his tongue, uh, unlike us. But uh, uh, Boone Browning, 16 years old, just in the past 24 hours or so, he has turned 16, will soon have his license and be out there on the roadways. And so his uh, father happens to be my former roommate, but we'll keep the focus on Boone and, of course, his great mom, Jordan, and sister, Keely. But uh, anyway, Boone Browning, age 16, thank you for being a great listener uh, and listening to the Matt Mosley Show. We're so excited for you as you turn 16. That's a big one. We just had someone turn 16 at my house. They start driving around, and you just kind of, you just got to roll with it, but it's, uh, it's, uh, it's an exciting time. Uh, all right, Aaron, we do have some folks, some other great listeners that have been texting in their thoughts. We've been asking about ranking these uh, possible Cowboys candidates. We don't know if there's going to be an opening or not, but which way would you go? Which way would you go if there is an opening and Mike McCarthy is uh, shown the door? And I think that's a possibility, even though the man – all he does, Aaron, is win in the regular season. Postseason, not so much. How many does he have? Does he have? Because he wasn't around for that first playoff win, was he? I think he's got one playoff win in Dallas. Does that sound about right? Uh, I think so. I think that's right. Uh, one playoff win, because I was thinking back about Dak. How would you rank? I'm going to go Belichick first. Just because I love to see it, it'd be fun. Greatest coach of all time. Could he? Could he? You know, would Jerry ever think about doing it? Uh, I mean, I think fans would be excited just for the change. I mean, they're not going to be excited to hear him at press conferences, but that's okay. It's not like Mike McCarthy's, you know, uh, lighting up the comedy houses. Um, so I go Belichick one, Jim Harbaugh two, three. I go Mike Vrabel. Good coach. Great coach? I don't know about great, but good coach. And and you catch him on the rebound. They made a mistake, let them go of the Titans. I would think about Vrabel. Number four, Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll's out there. He's Pete's 72 or something like that, 71. He's still out there running around. He's got more vigor. I would say of, of Belichick, Harbaugh, and Carroll, who has the most energy? Probably Pete. Probably Pete. Jim's the youngest. Vrabel's the youngest of all those guys. Vrabel, Aaron, is, I think, younger than us. I mean, that's, you would think that's impossible, but I think Vrabel is younger than us. So that's my list. Belichick, Harbaugh, Vrabel, Carroll. Aaron went Belichick, Carroll, Vrabel, and then Harbaugh. He is not a fan of Jim Harbaugh. Now, Aaron, I know we've... Uh, We've had some folks weigh in on the text line. That's 254-662-1660. I wanted your list, and I wanted some reasoning. You know, uh, and Aaron, I know we've had several come in. What do, who are we hearing from? What are they saying? Corey from Waco has Bill, Bill a check at the top, followed by Eric Bieniemy, Vrabel, Harbaugh, and Pete Carroll. Let's see. Okay, we got a Bieniemy. Kind of yeah. out of the blue. I didn't give that order. Corey, Corey went freelance on us. Eric Bieniemy, the man who can never land one of these head coaching jobs. I believe he's been calling plays in Washington. 
he would certainly be available. Now that would be a surprise. That is what we call our uh, our uh, November surprise. I think we call that in the election world, in the political world, yeah. um, our November surprise. All right, that's Corey. What else do we have? From the 254, their top three, Jimmy Johnson, followed by <laughs> Belichick and Vrabel. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Jimmy would be awesome, but and it's a great story. But he's Jerry's age, so he's 81 or 82. He's probably 81. And he looks really young, and he looks great. I mean, I don't think you can hire an 80-year-old, you know, coach. Now, there was somebody on the sideline the other night. Tampa? Is that Tampa? Tom Moore's down there still coaching on the sideline as some kind of senior consultant. And I put the emphasis on senior. Aaron, 85 years old. 85 years old, had all wow. his coaching stuff, had the headset on, and he's down there working with Tampa. He was with all those years. He was the quarterback's coach with Peyton in Indy, and uh, now he's in uh, – I mean, this it's amazing. Last night, Peyton and them had uh, – oh, Bruce Arians on. That was kind of fun. Arians was with Peyton in those early days in Indy, first three years with Indianapolis, and, and – Arians is just such a character. Won the won the Super Bowl with Tampa Bay. He did it the right way. Coach, have a great career. Finish up your career with the Super Bowl, basically, and then just say, "Hey, y'all can have it. Y'all can have it. I'm moving on, and uh, we'll let Todd Bowles or whoever." Another, by the way, former Cowboys coach. At some point, all those Parcells guys have had coaching jobs. Sean Payton. Um, the only one that never got one from that staff, Aaron, was uh, Maurice Carthon. Even some of the lower level, like the assistant secondary coach, then he became a secondary coach, um, ended up becoming the head coach at Colorado. That was um, that was Mike uh, McCarthy. Yeah, Mike McCarthy uh, became the head coach at Colorado. And then, Aaron, I think sometime around then, he became the coach at San Jose State. <laughs> That's where all the great ones go, Aaron. San Jose State. And now Arizona has the San Jose State. I don't like San Jose State, and I'll tell you why. Because they they messed up Baylor's perfect season when we were kids. Like 1980, what are we, six or seven years old. And they come in as Singletary and Taft, and we're just going great guns. we got Jay Jeffrey and Walter Abercrombie and Dennis Gentry, and they just, they just, just messed it up. Just came in, screwed it all up, beat the Bears 30-22. Now, next week, Arkansas comes in with Lou Holtz, top-ranked Arkansas. I mean, I know I'm not saying they're number one team in the country, but they were good. And the Bears put it on them. Channel 8, it was a big nationally televised game. Yeah, it was uh, it was something back at the old stadium. But, Aaron, ever since then, I have not liked San Jose State. Who do you think was coaching that San Jose State team, Aaron? Back in 1980, I bet if we checked, we would find out that it was Jack Elway, John Elway's dad. And I think he was maybe at Stanford at some point, but I bet he was on. I bet he was the head coach of San Jose State. Some point that is in the back of my mind. People can check me on that one. It, that could have been a nice uh, trivia, but I wasn't totally sure about it. But I just have in my mind that maybe. Jack Elway was there. Aaron, do we have any others on the uh, on the world famous 
Matt Mosley's show text line. Is that what we call it? I, I guess during our show we can. <laughs> From the 903, I would not want Bill Belichick as the next mm. Cowboys head coach. He's not chasing Super Bowl wins or building a lasting team. He's hunting the last 15 wins to pass Shula. He doesn't need to win a Super Bowl, and the Cowboys need one who needs it. Okay. The 903. Yeah, I. that's an interesting take because I have read that, that he wants that all-time record. I mean, it doesn't make a lot of sense when, you, when you've won all the Super Bowls that you're desperate for one more thing to pass Shula on the all-time. Nobody sits around and thinks about that. I mean, they may say, oh, you didn't. You couldn't do it without. I mean, now that would be cool because he would have a chance to try to do it with Dak. Because all, what all people constantly say, you know, he can't do it without Brady. This would be quite an opportunity both for Dak and Bill. And he comes into a team that's built to win. They really are. Say what you want, but they are built to win a bunch of games. All right, Matt Mosley's show. We'll keep talking Cowboys. John Mashota from The Athletic is next. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com.